0: <laughs> I think every time you started the podcast differently
1: I always feel like there needs to be something I wasn't sure what to say So my body just went Ay. Wow <laughs> Banger alert <laughs> Woo. <Woo-woo-woo. laughs> <laughs> Yep. Hit me up if you uh, want me to make you a theme song, world.
0: Patreon.com slash Randall Music.
1: Mm-hmm. And feet Picks.
0: <laughs> Randall Music <laughs> and feet pics? <laughs> so does it, is it like a combo package where I get music and feet pics, or yeah. is it like individual services?
1: I'll make a theme song for my feet.
0: Ooh, could you make music with your feet?
1: I can certainly try. <laughs> Do I
0: get a video recording of you making the music with your feet? That's
1: extra. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez.
1: It's expensive.
0: How expensive? Are we talk.
1: Wow, we. That depends. Hmm. Do you want like a little ditty, like a little jingle, like the wow? Or do you want something like, you know, that was not full on, just a little taste of what it could yeah, yeah, be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't want to give away too much. No. Yeah. Yeah. You got, but you got to give samples, right? So okay. do I get samples with toes too?
1: Yeah. I'll paint my toenails to look like the theme. Anyway, we made <laughs> pies this weekend, and that was pretty great. <laughs> well,
0: this coming week is Thanksgiving. Yeah,
1: and for because, us Americans.
0: Yes, for us Americans. For all of our international listeners, <laughs> um, are just massive international audience. Yeah. Somewhere in Singapore, I think we had a, uh-huh. a listener or something, right? Um, so to our one fan in Singapore, or maybe not a fan, maybe they hate us, but
1: looking up, like here's to you, Singapore. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) you're great.
0: (laughs) So Thanksgiving's coming up. And of course, because of the Rona, um, Rona, we're not going to be having a normal traditional holiday season.
1: Yeah. Just us. Just the two of us. Well, three, five of us and Bert and the dogs. Yeah. Just the five of us.
0: But you know, because we're – I didn't look this weekend, but yeah. we were like 8,800 cases a day on yeah, Friday.
1: So we passed whatever the next milestone was. So
0: we'll probably be at like ten or 12,000 this week, you know, something just mediocre, chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're probably not going to have a normal holiday season at all. No. Um, but with Thanksgiving being this week, we were like, you know what we're gonna do? Because what's our favorite show?
1: The Great British Baking Show. So
0: we were like, let's bake stuff.
1: And let's okay. The Great British Baking Show is great. It is the perfect show for you and me and the whole wide world. True. Paul and Prue and Noel and Matt this season Matt, yep. are exactly what twenty twenty needs. It's perfect. You'll smile and, because they smile. Ugh, it's just so beautiful.
0: And like we, the only seasons we've enjoyed are the seasons that had Noel and Sandy as the hosts, mm-hmm. and the seasons that, well, I guess all the seasons that Sandy and Noel were the hosts. Prue had, was
1: in. Had Paul and Prue.
0: Because I, there was another lady before Prue who I do not know who she I don't is. Because we tried to watch the the whatever the newest or the oldest season is on Netflix and we didn't like it because of the hosts. Yeah.
1: But Paul and Prue are awesome. <laughs> That's just so great. And it's like all British food. Like, you know, over there, over there, across the, across, pond. Across the pond. And it's just like, God, there's it. They just make so many things. Like, what was it? Suet pudding. Oh, which yeah. is just like fat, fatty ass dough uh-huh. with butter and sugar in Inside and a whole lemon. Right. And that's it. Yep. And you've like, you cook it and you flip it upside down, and it's supposed to come out and be like this bready, doughy, lemony thing yep. full of suet.
0: And it was like.
1: Suet? S U E T? Oh, It's
0: know. like
1: fat from. Animals. (laughs) Animals. (laughs) I don't know what anything is, but it all looks good. Patisserie week is my favorite week.
0: Just because you like the word patisserie. I do,
1: because it's like French cooking, French baking. I don't give a fuck about French baking. I'd love to eat some, though. What up, France? But patisserie week is my week. (laughs) Anyway, so we wanted to have, you know, our family's version of the pie-off, bake-off challenge.
0: Yeah, so we... We both decided on a pie that we were going to make. It started out as like it was going to be a big secret. (laughs) And then it slowly dissolved into what groceries do you need?
1: (laughs) We tell each other early.
0: But we we each baked our own. We didn't help each other. Mm -hmm. Um, We did use the help of wonderful recipes from the internet.
1: I'm not good enough to bake on my own.
0: Oh, I'm not either. If you
1: give me a turkey breast or turkey breast, chicken breast, whatever. I'll cook it up any way you want me to. I don't need a recipe.
0: Well, you've also cooked a lot of them,
1: right? That's what I mean. Like I, yeah. I have enough.
0: If you cooked pie in
1: my back pocket,
0: if you cooked pies every day, you'd be like Psh, easy,
1: right? I guess that's true. Could you would know like measurements and stuff. No baking, you have to be exact. I can't use my Aries flow.
0: Yeah, true. In baking. Yeah, the one. I think one of your favorite sayings is "Recipes are just a guide." Mm-hmm.
1: That's my family's motto.
0: So when it comes to baking, you do not. It's not that you can't bake, but it. I think you don't like the rigidness of baking.
1: No, Uh, let me add a little dash of this, a little dash of that.
0: I mean, you you can, but it's not going to be what's recommended.
1: No, (laughs) that's true. Because I followed the recipe to a T. Mine was a s'mores pie with a homemade graham cracker crust, like a chocolate silky middle, and then homemade marshmallow fluff that I toasted.
0: Yeah, the marshmallow fluff was awesome.
1: It was like... If you were gonna bake this for your family, I guess on a normal Thanksgiving, a two thousand nineteen Thanksgiving, as it were, yeah, like you would want to serve it, like you brown it, you serve it, yeah, because like I mean, it was still good. Okay, we had pie for breakfast, full disclosure here, and lunch, and lunch. So the lunch, I didn't think mine was as. I mean, it was still good. It wasn't as good because you kind of lost some of that toasted flavor.
0: Yeah, it wasn't as crisp. I was trying to think Melody. of the right texture term. But it was almost like – Um, now I can't think of the, the dessert that you k-
1: – Crème brûlée.
0: Crème brûlée. It had like a hard shell on the top. Mm-hmm. And like after it had been in the fridge for a little bit, it got a little bit softer yeah, again. Yeah, it did have
1: a nice like toasted marshmallow crust. Yeah. Mm, it was good. Yours was good too though.
0: So I made a cheesecake pumpkin pie swirl – with a ginger snap crust. And uh, at first, uh, like, it had to freeze in the – it had to be in the freezer overnight. Here's the thing that I learned about cheesecake and or pumpkin pie. I don't know if it's the same for both, but I felt like it was because I made them together. Either way. Um, it, there's a lot of rules. Lots <laughs> and, of rules. And it's, like, it, it's all to make it the best outcome that it can be, and I understand that. But also, it's like, who the hell has like six hours to bake a fucking pie? Because I had to. There's eggs in it. Cheesecake has cheesecake has eggs in it. I don't think pumpkin pie normally does.
1: I think it might. I think. Oh, it does. does it? I think
0: so. Okay. It's All been
1: right. over a year since I've made a pumpkin pie, so I could be wrong. Okay. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So you, when you add them in, you can't overbeat them because if you do, then it. Like, makes your whole thing yeah, fall apart. You were apart. super
1: worried about overbeating the eggs. I
0: really was. because Well, it said it, like, seven times in the recipe. That's how though. you
1: know. Don't
0: overbeat those <laughs> don't eggs. Don't do that. So I was like, okay. Uh, and then you have to bake it for it, – I think I baked it for, like, 75 minutes. I think minutes. it said, like,
1: 60 or 70 minutes. But our oven, I feel like, is not
0: quite the most adequate. efficient. It's not very adequate. Yeah. So I, I baked it for – I think it was almost 80 minutes too and then because you were
1: like i'm gonna give it 10 more and then that's it i don't even care anymore because <laughs> it was like 10 o'clock oh
0: and then you have to do a water bath which i would never done mm-hmm. uh which is like you, you didn't to,
1: follow the rules
0: well i didn't follow those rules because it wasn't in the food i know it affected mm-hmm. the food anyways because it told you, you had to like boil the water and then put the water in the pan that you felt like a lot breaker. of energy look
1: at you i followed the rules
0: so you broke them i didn't break them it still came out okay and anyways did, um So I did the water bath thing, and then you bake it for 90 minutes. Well, I baked it for 90 minutes. 80 minutes? Well, I don't remember what I just said. It was a long time. And then you have to turn the oven off and crack the oven open and then let it cool in the oven for over an hour. Mm -hmm. And then you have to take it out of the springform pan, put it in saran wrap, then tin foil, and then put it in the freezer for the night. (laughs) So it's not like something you can bake and then enjoy that day. You oh, have to no. like bake it and then you get it like three days from now. Um, but it, it came out – so when we had the our, our breakfast pie, it was still very frozen. Um, so it was like not as great. It was okay.
1: Yeah. The crust was so crispy though you had to like – which we didn't find out until later. You had to yeah. like stab it and saw it. Yeah. But then when, once you got like through that first initial – Bit, like it came apart fine and it was really good. And you made your own whipped cream to go on top because I, did. I didn't buy Cool Whip. Yeah. Love Cool Whip though.
0: Yeah, the whipped cream came out okay. That
1: was good. Put that in your coffee.
0: And then uh, and then we had our lunch pie and it was way better.
1: Yeah, yours was way better. Like after it finished thawing, because it was like almost like ice cream because it was still frozen. It, it, it was kind
0: of like an ice cream cake.
1: Or like a gelato or something. Um, yeah. but yeah, a- your it, afternoon pie was better.
0: So all in all, the pies were a very, a big su- success. We were mm-hmm. trying to play it off like it was a competition, but we're the only two judges. Yeah. So it ended up being a tie. Cause I think we scored each other exactly the same in just opposite categories. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was fun.
1: It was fun. And Bert made a pie at school. So she also entered. Yeah. She made a pumpkin pie out of a paper, paper plate. plate yep. looks like they just used like a Brown stamp. Like a brown circular stamp for the crust. Like a
0: bingo marker. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what it looked like. So she obviously won first place of the contest that wasn't a contest.
0: And now we have. Fuck, of pie. Probably what? Three quarters of two pies? Easy. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm
1: so over pie.
0: (laughs) And yeah, so now because we ate so much pie today, uh, we both feel like dog shit.
1: Yeah. I (laughs) ate like shit today.
0: We kind of ate like shit this weekend.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Wait, are we allowed to say shit? Yeah. Well, you said that you wanted to stop cursing. Oh,
1: just around her. And so, not necessarily stop, but like not so much.
0: I don't feel like we're that bad, are we? No, I guess. I feel no, like I'm going to have to no, go back and listen to fun. our podcast and see how often we curse.
1: Probably a lot. You think so? I probably do. I got a potty mouth. I don't know about Put that. What a quarter in the swear drawer. Yeah. I guess it depends. If I get fired up, I can get a little cursy. Well, that's true. But normally. I, I bet on the
0: the the politics yeah. podcast you were a little hyped.
1: A little sassy, a little sassy for probably. That's fine. They're not bad words. We'll just have to teach her, like, don't say that to your teacher.
0: Yeah. I Or me. Language or, is weird for me, right? Because I feel like the more forbidden it is, the more you want to do it. Yeah,
1: I didn't say like my first real cuss words until like fifth grade.
0: I want to say mine were before that
1: because I don't remember. I know his name was David
0: the the person you said the curse word to. The
1: person that taught me those oh. words.
0: You you're, you never heard your parents curse?
1: I'm sure I did, but it's, I don't remember. Like we weren't allowed to say like pissed. I don't recall. Well, or Especially it's like because grandma, like she, you know, back in the day she would watch us like before and after school. I remember I called Ben an asshole once when I was super young.
0: Well, that's a real curse word. Well,
1: I didn't know what it meant. I got, and I got in trouble. I think I had to sit on the bottom step because that was a bad word.
0: I remember I had to ask my grandpa if I could say crap.
1: Oh, my crap.
0: Because my dad was – I think my dad was kind of indifferent. So he was like, if your grandparents say it, you can say it, I don't care. <laughs> so I had to ask for permission to say crap.
1: Cute. Remember, I think grandma would always say, watch your tongue.
0: Yeah. I like and a a, and I remember in high school, instead of using the F word, I said Fruit Loops.
1: Oh, I remember you told me that. Cute.
0: and. It was. I don't know why that was. It, it had to have come from something I watched or I picked it up somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I I used it all the time, and then my little brother Sean started to say Fruit Loops in place of so the you're curse. Like that's not cool. And anymore. I was like, I can't do it anymore. Fruit Loops was my thing. I cut it out. So maybe I I'll know, have like, to, maybe I'll have to bring back Fruit Loops like as fudge. my
1: fudge. Fudge was a classic. Ah, oh, fudge. Ah, oh, fudge. Frick. Fudge you. Oh no! Frick you, friggin'. Yeah.
0: And and now, and now saying Fruit Loops, it's like, boy, that's a lot of extra syllables. It really is. Ah, oh, fruit. Yeah, I guess fruit's not oh, too bad. Ah, Honey Crisp. <laughs> um. So, but it's I don't. I understand why you don't want your kindergartner, first grader, right, whatever, running around saying curse words. But it's like, it's almost like you have to teach them responsibility with language mm-hmm. so it, it's hard for me to want to censor myself because i don't think I, i've never done that in the past right and i don't expect other people to censor themselves around her either so it's i don't know i i, I feel like you can't really nerf the world for your kids oh, i
1: feel it Cause people are going to say whatever around her and you can't stop it.
0: Well, and she's going to see it, right? Especially like in today's day and age, (laughs) like it was different. Back in our day, right? like back before we had high speed internet everywhere, you didn't, the only exposure you had was like your immediate family and friends. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, you can pull up a YouTube video of just about anything. And many other videos that are not Mm -hmm. on YouTube, You know, might still start with a U, ends with a P. Ah. Ah. Boobs. Um, So you could still, there's just so much access to information that if she doesn't hear it from us, she's still going to hear it from someone. Right.
1: I'd rather her hear it from us and use it responsibly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I obviously don't want her, like, being like, you fuckers. Right. (laughs) Or She's
1: like four.
0: You're an asshole. And it's like. Yeah, cuck. <laughs> and, you know, by the time she's running around talking, too, who knows what other new slang terms there yeah. will be. And You That's know, like a- thought. Like thought wouldn't have been a bad word. Like if you would have said thought.
1: Like, oh, I, I had an idea. Yeah, I
0: had a great thought.
1: Because I yeah. remember when I worked at uh, that restaurant, that place I worked in, Yes. <laughs> I was a restaurant manager. And, you know, my staff was high school kids. Yeah. And I was, I mean, God, I was 22, 23. I was young, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're still four or five years right, removed. Right, right, right.
1: Like, but, like, just being with them. Because I remember the one girl was like, hey, do you know what a ratchet is? I was like, yeah, it's a tool. Like, it goes, like, you put it down on it and you go... And then you go back down, and you go like the Titan bolts and stuff. And she's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "It's a ratchet." And she's <laughs> like, "No, a ratchet's like a skanky girl." And I'm like, "Excuse me." And they taught me all these fun things, which aren't things anymore. Like swerve, swerve. Yeah, you know, like oh, you're so, you're gonna th- don't hit that deer in the road. Oop, guess swerve. It's like ooh, burn. And you just got swerved on.
0: Oh, I thought swerve was like you were. You're like working around someone's attempts to like hit Could on be. you
1: i'm an old lady now yeah, i don't know
0: I, I just made that up because i was thinking swerve you're like not today bitch
1: <laughs> yeah. oh what good times takes me back to when i was young
0: it's just interesting the rules that you kind of put on yourself as a parent because it's not stuff you ever had to think about before you had a kid <laughs> And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit. Ah, fuck. Like, well, there's
1: always something. You know, like when they're brand new, it's like tummy time all day, every day. Yeah. This many hours a day. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. And now she's starting to sit up on her own. And now it's like she needs to sit as much as possible. Right. But also get some tummy time in. Yeah. But she needs to sit all the time. All the time. Don't let her lay. She needs to sit. Yep. And it's like, what? <laughs> Fuck, guys!
0: Well, she still hasn't mastered rolling over. Can we <laughs> can we get rolling over down?
1: I know the tummy to back is supposed to be the easiest, and she's just like she nah. is not getting it. She widens that widens that base. We practiced today, but
0: yeah. yeah, I feel like we practiced all weekend. But it's just it, there's just so many things about parenting that you don't anticipate. Um, like we watched. I, or I at least watched probably hundreds of hours of YouTube videos and stuff before she was ever here oh, yeah. and like researched products and stuff for her. And it's like, how did anybody survive before the internet when you had to go buy a, do they have, I don't, when were car seats a thing? I can't be sure. I, I
1: don't know if my, if like our parents had, were in car seats
0: I mean, I'm sure we had car seats, but they were not what they are today. Oh, no.
1: They're like a metal racing seat on top of the <laughs> cushion seat.
0: They were essentially a laundry basket mm-hmm. that you like seat belted to your car.
1: Cause I think you researched all the products. Yeah. I researched what in the world's going to happen to my body and yeah. Yeah. what's up with this baby lump once it gets here.
0: Yeah. And, you know, everybody talks about like, you know, the sleep cycling and, breastfeeding or formula feeding or just, you know, just feeding in general. And everybody talks about the diapers and the blowouts and that kind of stuff. You know what they don't tell you about boogers, the boogers, they
1: don't talk about the boogers. They're gigantic. They're
0: Bigger than mine.
1: They're huge.
0: And they just, they especially come out of nowhere, especially when she was sick. Mm-hmm. It was like, she was just a snot factory. Like a
1: magician pulling tissues out of his nose. <laughs>
0: yeah. You'd it was like her, you'd pull one out and there was another one hanging from her nose. And you're like, wait, I thought I just got yeah. that one. Yeah, and was... they're
1: gigantic and they're sticky. Sometimes, like, because obviously you know, as adults, we pick our noses and that's fine. Sure, get it but out like there. the ones that, like you pull and then like the snot part comes out too, but like comes from your brainstem. Yeah, those are so satisfying. Yep. But those happen with a baby. You're like, where did this come from?
0: <laughs> and it's just it's something that I didn't anticipate at all. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for it.
1: No one talks I, about
0: I, I had prepped myself mentally for the the poop and the pee
1: because everyone's like, oh, you have to change the button, a lot of poopy diapers. Blah blah, blah. I, It's baby poop. Yeah. And at that point, especially because I mean, like, I breastfed for you know the first two and a half months. It's like it was. It didn't stink really. Like it was almost sweet. Yeah. And then we switched to formula, and then her shit stank.
0: <laughs> and now she's eating real food. Now it really stank. Yeah. Um. But there's just – there's so much that I feel like goes into all of the stuff that comes yeah. with the baby. I mean we've tried – I don't know how many brands of diapers. We've tried f- different brands of formula. Mm-hmm. We have several car seats. We've got multiple bottles and binkies mm-hmm. and
1: – Everyone has a preference and everyone's like – Hard sold on what they have is the best and you need that.
0: Whatever choice you made is the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No matter who you talk to. You
1: formula fed, you're wrong. You're a terrible person. You breastfed and you're, you know, mentally exhausted because it sucks and it's hard. Yeah. Like, you're shitty for that too or somehow.
0: Yeah, because you're not uh, not aware enough of your kid or something.
1: Well, then it's like. You know, we, I wanted to do, I feel like everything I've wanted to do, it doesn't happen as planned. So it's like, why do I bother? No. Um, Like I wanted to do baby led weaning from the start. Mm-hmm. I was like, this just sounds easier. Baby eats what you eat. You basically skip purees and they just eat, specially cut whatever it is that you eat. Yeah. Like, you know, within re- they can't have cow's milk until they're over one or honey. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: See, I I didn't know that, and I have a child. I'm glad you told me. See, yeah, they can't so I, have wasn't, honey. I guess we don't have milk in the house. Yeah, we
1: don't drink cow's cause, milk
0: because we use almond milk. Mm-hmm. But
1: so, like, there's that. Is and it, it it's because like, of
0: the like pasteurization?
1: Can't quite be sure. I don't know why. I just know it says because I thought
0: honey was treated too.
1: I think honey might be more of a choking. Oh, because it's thick, or maybe it's a pasteurization thing. I can't quite be sure. We'll say both. Okay, because this isn't a scientific podcast here.
0: (laughs) You didn't come here for facts. I read headlines, not (laughs)
1: articles. (laughs) Quink. But yeah, so you know, they eat what you eat. You skip purees, but then we went to her four-month appointment, and we're like, "Yo, yeah, she's eating." You know, ten. 9, 10, 11 ounce bottles at a time. She eats almost fifty ounces of formula a day, and yeah. she's like, "Oh no, start purees." And we're like, "Okay, like that <laughs> makes sense." Yeah, and but I mean, she's done so well with purees. She
0: has, and she re- it's like she's really learned to enjoy the process of eating, mm-hmm. and it's exciting and fun. It's a it's a mess. It is a mess, and it takes a, a fair amount of effort. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not as simple as just like popping a bottle in her mouth yeah. and. Wait until Like she's it's done. a whole
1: ordeal. You got to put her in there, put the tray on, put her bib on.
0: You got to prep the food. Prep the food. Measure it out. Uh-huh. And then, you know, feeding her gets messy. Yep. And then you want you got to have to you have to like get her used to like holding utensils and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it's like a whole process. Yeah. So but I want to do that. she is just cute as a button. God, She's the best. And uh well, she it,
1: loves pumpkin.
0: Yeah, today we gave her some of the pumpkin puree from the stuff that I used for the mm-hmm. pie. And she was like, at one point uh, you would walked away. I don't know. You were doing laundry or something. And she was just like, as fast as I could get it out of the container, she was swallowing. Mm-hmm. It It was just she like, really
1: likes I it. was
0: just like shoveling it into her mouth as fast as I could. Um, it
1: feels like there's always something I had a. Like I was going to make a point point. I was like, oh, I got sidetracked thinking about how cute she was. But yeah, so it's like if you do purees, especially like a lot of the baby-led wieners are like, you're going to fuck up your kid, <laughs> wieners. You wieners. said wieners. Like you're going to fuck up your kid because you're giving them purees first. And it's I get, like I don't well,
0: – What? So what's the theory behind why that fucks them up?
1: I want to say because it's like
0: – That fruit loops them up.
1: <laughs> it limits their palate because it's like – especially in the beginning, it's like it's just – Sweet potatoes. It's just uh, pears.
0: So they're, you're not getting like seasonings, right. Or and different mixtures of flavors, right.
1: different textures. It's just pureed, whatever it is. Sure. So like you're limiting their palate.
0: <coughs> um, how about how about they're six months old and they will eat whatever you give them until you tell them that it's or gross. like
1: it'll be it'll make them more picky eaters. Um, something about like so, obesity like a, when they're older. It
0: seems like a lot of pseudoscience.
1: Probably. Yeah. Like if you're not, you know, the hippie dippy granola, you're going to fuck up your kid and they're going to be fat forever. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like it's more lifestyle than, I mean, they learn from you. I mean, right. obviously they're going to have their own preferences. I from you, mom. Right. But it's like, I don't know. That's just so much pressure to put on yourself when it's already hard enough. Yeah. Like quit telling people they're wrong. And just let them do whatever it is that they want to do, or well, what works for them. And we've
0: been trying to do kind of a combination, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. of purees and then giving her some real foods. But it's, I mean, when we give her those real foods, she's not eating them. No,
1: and that I guess like foods, like you give them foods, and then really up until they're almost one, it's just basically play. Yeah, from what I've gathered on the interwebs,
0: and like that's great. But I would also like for her to eat real food.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like we just have to like keep giving it to her, and like a lot of times it's like because I was reading a post on the Facebook group I'm in, it's like how do you find time to do it in the evenings? Like you know, you work till five. I mean, I work till almost five. I don't get home till five, yeah. and then it's like you still have to cook dinner for you guys, for the family, and feed baby, and give them a bath. Right. And it's like there's just not enough time to get them in bed by you know seven or eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they're like meal preps and whatever, whatever. But then it's like, ugh, that's just exhausting too. Cause yeah. she eats puree at school, but man, we didn't really give her a whole lot this weekend. But a puree or real food? I think yeah. I gave her peanut butter toast, which she likes. She'll suck on it. Yeah. Which is really all they do at this point, but
0: and she'll have some Thanksgiving stuff probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe give her some meat. Let's see what she thinks of that.
0: Yeah, so nothing's really gone to plan. But it's no. we're we're doing it the way that it works for us. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, I mean, she's happy. Yeah. She's getting huge.
1: Oh, my God. She's six months old today.
0: Six months old today. Half
1: birthday. Ooh.
0: Sweet little thing. <coughs> oh, my God. Whoa. <coughs> you okay?
1: I'm just so shocked that she's six <laughs> months old. I choked a little. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, maybe that's why I choked, too. I was like, six months from now is May. Yes. Isn't that wild? That's five months into the next year, it's May. That's math. I know how, like, that's crazy. (laughs) That's how math works. Calendars, man. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Calendars.
1: Isn't that wild to think about? And this first six months just went by, you know, like that crazy fast because
0: there's moments when you're in it where it's like this is gonna go on forever Mm -hmm. and then you look back and you're like shit where did it go
1: like her being a little baby that just like wakes up poops eats and goes back to sleep like that seems like ages ago
0: and it only lasted like maybe a month yeah. And then she became more aware, and she was awake more often. Because I
1: remember I was on leave still, and she was maybe like two months old, and I was like, what am I going to do with her all day? <laughs> yeah. It was after you went back to work, and her wake windows were so much longer, because you know, when they're brand new, it's like they're awake for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. That might be an exaggeration, but a very short period of time. It's
0: like long enough for them to get changed to eat see you for maybe a few mm-hmm. minutes. But and remember we would to have to like
1: strip her down to her diaper, change her with a wet wipe. And then sometimes get a wet wipe on her belly and wake her up while she eats. Yeah. Cause she wouldn't, she'd just fall back asleep. Yep. And now it's like, fuck, she'll be up. And especially at school like daycare she's awake for like four or five hours at a time
0: well and she really only sleeps like an hour at daycare mm-hmm. so the whole out of the whole time she's there she's awake yeah seven or eight hours
1: and it's like what are you doing yeah what am I gonna do with you
0: it happens real fast so it's fast. it's really I'm glad that we waited mm-hmm you know, I mean, we were thirty. Well, you were thirty. I was twenty-nine still when she was born.
1: Uh huh. Who's counting though? Uh huh.
0: Who's counting? Who's keeping track? But I mean, we were um, nine, almost ten years into our relationship. Um, we decided on our nine-year anniversary to try and start a family, and I just think it. We were we were in a much better s- spot to have mm-hmm. kids. Um, but I also feel like there's just the, you know, the old adage of like, you'll never be, if you wait until you're ready, you'll never be ready. Yeah. is true because I mean, even after we had her, it was still like, oh shit, we have a baby, yeah. but it's, I'm glad that it, we waited until we were older. Cause I think there's a maturity that comes, I, I mean, we're only 30, but I think there's a maturity level that happens where you feel like you're not necessarily a kid anymore yeah like you're a kid taking care of a kid like i don't know how you know people have well of course there's plenty of people that have kids when they're teenagers or right out of high school it's like i don't know how you could have done it Mm -mm. and i was never like the i wasn't somebody that like partied or like had a bunch of like social time going out time or whatever but it's just like all of our time is her all of it yeah and I think we're in a spot now where, like, that's okay. Also, coronavirus. Right, right, right. But, you know, we didn't have – it's not that we didn't have anything else going on, but it was – it feels like it's – it feels like we have accomplished most of the things that we wanted to up to this point, Mm -hmm. and now it's like, oh, cool, we get to start experiencing these things with a kid now. You know, Thanksgiving – Christmas, birthdays, fireworks, yeah. trick-or-treating. like You get to do like, all that stuff with a a little one.
1: Right. Like we were – I mean, what like you said, you're never ready. You could always save more money, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But like, I felt like we were in such a good spot. And being older and having that maturity level, it's like I felt like – I mean, she's never really – I mean, she cries. Mm. But like – her really crying I feel like is rare. She'll and, fuss like, oh, I don't want to be in my activity center or in my jumper. Like roll me over. I don't want to be on my belly anymore. Like, yeah. but like for her to really cry,
0: like, t- I, I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot of times that she has really cried. Cause mm-hmm. even the times that she is crying, it's really like, please pay attention to me or please take me from a to B. Yeah. Cause I can't get there, <laughs> but There hasn't been a lot of points where she's, like, um, hysterical. No.
1: Like, not at all. And I I mean, like, I feel like she's a pretty easygoing baby, Mm. but I also feel like that's because we've been so chill about everything. I do remember when you were on, like, the third or fourth poopy diaper in a change, like, one session, because, like, she was crying and kept pooping, and you were getting frustrated, and then, like I was frustrated, and like that was a whole ordeal. Yeah. But I felt like that only happened a couple times because it's like, okay, you're, you know, getting anxious and a little, little upset, and it's like she can feel it. So like, let me come in, take over.
0: It definitely feels like she matches our energy mm-hmm. in a big way, um, because we're. I mean, I'm always excited to see her, right? you get her up in the morning and she's smiling at you
1: with her tongue sticking out
0: before you put her to bed at night. She's excited to see you when she wakes up from a nap. She's excited to see you like she is just always excited. So it's hard not to be happy with her. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she picks up on that and she just wants to laugh and have fun because that's what we want to do with her. Um, When you are frustrated, which you're right has happened and it was, oof there was a couple of times where it was like i don't know why we decided to do this uh-huh. because this is fucking awful and it wasn't her fault i mean she was brand new right she's she, still
1: trying to figure out how she, she doesn't the world know how works. she doesn't
0: know how to do any of this stuff but it was just like i'm sure that there was other stuff happening whether it was at work or mm-hmm uh just the world at large at that point but it was just I just remember being so overwhelmed and you were trying really hard to not always jump in and like trying to save the day until I said hey I need your help Mm -hmm. and uh, boy it just it just happens fast and you just don't know how to deal with it
1: because I think that's the hardest part is being like especially for me because like I want to be able to do it all I want to be able to work full time and then still come home and cook and clean and, you know, be that mom and a wife and like still be your best friend and like just to do everything. Yeah. And for me to be like, I need you to take her because I need a minute is so hard. And like, I know you're fine when you have her. Like the other day when she was crying – we're not crying, but like fussing on the floor when you were with her. Yeah. And I was just sitting on the couch, balled up, like so tense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what you said to me. You commented on it, though. Like, are you okay? I'm like, yes. Because it's like I want to – I feel like I need to swoop in and be like, oh, my baby. Yeah. But like I know you got it. And like I know if I just kept jumping in all the time, you would feel some type of way.
0: Well, there, there's just the – like she was, she was fussing on the floor because like she wanted to roll over and then it was like she didn't want to roll over and she wanted to play with the toy and then she didn't want the toy. And it was just – she was just being fussy. She wasn't really crying. And so like I was fine. I was just like let her work through it. Mm-hmm. Let her work it out. And I feel like as soon as you start to hear anything that resembles crying, mm-hmm. you immediately go into like mama bird mode and you've got to figure out what's wrong with baby. Because
1: I've, I've got to pick her up and then she'll be fine. If I just hold her, she's fine. Yeah. But I I try – I feel like I've done a pretty okay job of just – I just turn into a ball of anxiety (laughs) and tension and I I, just let you –
0: I don't mean to do that. I'm just just trying to let her –
1: She has to work it out. She needs to figure it out because everything – I feel like babies – have their milestones after they've gotten so pissed off that they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. And then they just, they roll over.
0: Yeah. Or, or like, I'm so start- pissed
1: about being here in this space. Let me go over there. Let me put my knees underneath me because I'm so angry.
0: Yeah. I'm a then scoot. I, I'll just push off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then the, it's I like, mean, that's oh happened gosh. with her so many times. And
1: like, my parents are excited about this. Let me do it again. Like yeah. when she rolled and I screamed, yeah. it scared her.
0: And then she rolled three or four yes. more times after that.
1: <laughs> she was so little back then. That's all it is. Babies just get so upset and pissed off that they do something new.
0: But we've also, I mean, to brag on our relationship a little bit, I feel like we've always had a really good partnership. Mm-hmm. And as parents, it's it almost like magnifies it because it's, it's one of those moments where it's like if I'm overwhelmed, I'm just like I need you to take her or if you're overwhelmed, you know, you can't get her to fall asleep that night or whatever. It's like, okay, I'll I'll take over and put her down.
1: Because anyone that thinks, oh, my relationship is rocky, let's have a baby, that'll bring us together <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. is sorely, sorely wrong.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not going to work out well for anybody, especially not that kid. Because I
1: never thought that, but like I know people who have thought that, mm-hmm. like this baby will fix us. No, it will not.
0: Uh, it, it'll just make – it, it's an intensifier. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a catalyst for things. So if things were bad, it's only going to magnify it. If there's yeah. an imbalance of, like, responsibilities in your relationship, automatically somebody just got a lot more work. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be anger and resentment and all of those things. And then, of course, it's like if both people are working – and there's not a balance of who's taking care of the baby. Like, you work all day and then have to come home and take care of the baby mm-hmm. all night. Oh, that would be awful. Would be awful.
1: Like I know there's single parents out there. Hats off to you. Yeah, I don't God said bless it before, you. But because I was thinking about it in the shower, because I heard she was fussing before I got in the shower, and it's like if I was alone, like she would cry like all the time because it's like, or I just wouldn't shower. Like, you know, you can't take care of yourself because when's the time? Yeah. Like, you always have to, like, have an eye out for them or an ear out or, like, especially now, like, COVID's a thing. So, it's, like, do you risk having someone come over and watch them or do you just
0: try you muscle try and, through? Try and get all your self-care done while they take care.
1: Yeah. It's just wild. Like, it, it's been hard, but I don't, I don't know. I guess hard's not the right word. Challenging, challenging yeah, but not hard because I guess it's like we wanted this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect because obviously I don't have any other children.
0: I've had points where it was like you start to question the decision but then she giggles or she mm-hmm. g- gives you that big gummy smile or she gets excited about something or whatever and you're like, "Yeah, it was worth it. Um, but there are totally points that it's like I don't know that I'm going to be able to – I don't think I'm going to be a good parent or I'm not good at this. That's happened to me several times mm-hmm. of like, I I'm just not meant to do this. Or like and
1: feeling guilty because you're upset. It's like when she wakes up in the middle of the night, it's like, God, please go back to sleep. And then yeah. you feel annoyed because she's awake, but it's like, she doesn't, she's just a baby. You yeah. know what I mean? Like kids wake up in the middle of the night all the time. And we're
0: spoiled because she was sleeping through the night after nine weeks yeah. And early. so, so then when she wakes up in the middle of the night and like really wakes up and needs you for mm-hmm. something, you're like, what in the hell is happening?
1: But then like, cause I remember the last time she did it and I got up with her and I was rocking with her in her chair. I was like, it was quiet. The whole house was quiet. I mean, you can hear Frank snoring through the wall.
0: Yeah, just like and
1: her white noise machine, and she's snuggling into you, and you're like, "This is the greatest spot where I could st- live my whole life right here, in the middle of the night, in the dark, yeah. rocking with this baby in the chair." Yep. After having just been annoyed with her for waking up in the first place, yeah. and then you feel guilty, but then you're like, "This is perfect."
0: Being a parent's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it really does some wild they stuff. Smile
1: at you, like look at you and smile. Like when I walk in the room, and she's like, "What?" And tongue sticking out and she wrinkles her nose it's like the greatest thing yeah and it's like fuck i could do like 500 more of these things
0: yeah and it i mean we we've obviously talked about more kids but then you start to look at like i mean kids are expensive Mm -hmm. um and as much as we would love to have another baby uh we got a lot of debt we gotta pay off And I like, I feel like that could be a whole podcast in and of itself is like Mm -hmm. financial responsibility, but, um, it makes it hard when I I can only imagine that there's going to be more and more of that. And we talked about it during the, the, uh, political podcast, but it was like, I don't know how these young kids that, you know, and even I say young kids, you know, like I'm thinking like 23, 24, 25 year old, I'm out of college. I found a job but I've got $100,000 in student loan debt. Oh, uh, so does my girlfriend or fiance or right. boyfriend or whatever. My significant other also has $100,000 in student loan debt. Oh, and we want to buy a house. So now we've got $400,000 in debt.
1: That's oh. conservatively too, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about Midwest housing prices, <laughs> yeah. not, not West Coast <laughs> housing prices. Yeah. Um, And, you know, they end up in a spot where having a family is too expensive. And it makes you wonder, you know, because there was, I think it was from your sociology classes, like, in China?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, Uh huh? Because there's such a huge, like, the population triangle is like a triangle. Population chart is like a triangle. Yes. Lots of triangle words in there. Uh So it's like there's lots of elderly people. And there's fewer and fewer younger people because, like, especially, you know, women are out in the job force and they're, you know, more career focused and not like, let me just have children. So, like, the younger people are fewer and fewer, which is putting a strain on their systems because it's like there's fewer people to work and provide, you know, I don't know if they have Social Security, whatever their version is over there to support the elderly people. Right, because there's just there's no more there's not many people.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like that's going to happen. Their here population too. was actually going down uh-huh. because the the middle aged professionals weren't having children, mm-hmm. so there was more old people that were dying than babies being born, mm-hmm. and uh, it makes you wonder if stuff like that would happen, or or maybe it already is starting to happen with the millennial and Gen Z group of.
1: I bet for sure. They're
0: not going to have kids. I mean, I know, I mean, for a long time, that was my stance, right? Is I didn't want to have kids because I know kids are expensive. I mean, there's a, and it's, I don't know how right it is, but there's a statistic that says it costs a million dollars to raise a child from birth until uh, college age. And, you know, I believe it with, you know, as they get older, they're only going to get more expensive too. Um, as they want to do sports and camps and... Because
1: I guess, like, I don't... I'm almost wondering, like, if it... Not balances, but, like... Because now it's, like, diapers and formula, whatever, whatever. Like, she's going through clothes all the time. But, like... And, like, they don't eventually need formula and diapers anymore.
0: Oh, they just have to eat real food.
1: Well. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like it, like, switches, obviously. Because, they get different stages. But, yeah. like, you get clothes right before school and then you don't get clothes until maybe i don't know the spring
0: i i mean i guess it also depends on your lifestyle choices yeah. too right we're not people that spend a lot of money on clothes Mm-mm. so in like you know every year for school you get new school clothes right. but that's probably about all we would do i would think unless it was like oh she really needs a new winter jacket mm-hmm. or yeah she's really gonna need some new shoes but I'm just thinking there. There's obviously going to be a lot of a lot more c- cost as she gets older because not that baby things are cheap, but they are less expensive than kid or teen things. Um, and maybe you're not buying them as frequently, but you're still buying a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so it costs a million dollars to have a kid. So I was like, oof. Well, I would rather have a million dollars for me. Being selfish than to have a baby and spend a million dollars on them. And then if you have two, it's $2 million. That's so many dollars. So many dollars. So I, I'm i glad that we have her. And it's mm-hmm. really the coolest thing in the world when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> it would not have been cool when we were 22 no. and living in a an apartment on the third floor and had shared walls with loud neighbors Mm -hmm. and
1: make them like eight ten dollars an hour
0: right i mean like being in those situations the last thing that i would i mean we wouldn't be together no because Mm -hmm. there would have been so much stress in the relationship at that point that it would have just like pulled us apart um but just thinking about how how you said earlier that there's parents that everything you do is wrong. So, uh, and I saw this on Instagram before we started the podcast. I was like, Oh, this will probably roll it well into a topic. Um, Kevin Hart just put out a new comedy special called zero fucks given. And, uh, he performed the whole thing in his house. Like all these people came to his house. He had like a little,
1: Oh yeah. I saw you watching that. Yeah.
0: Set up in his house and he was wearing like a pajama shirt. So then his whole family had custom pajamas made that said zero fucks given, and the fucks is, like, s- sketched out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a new daughter, and they had her in, like, a little shirt that said zero fucks given. And um, on his Instagram, he posted that there was there was parents that were so disgusted <sighs> – by the fact that he put a shirt on his daughter that had a that had profanity on it, that they were threatening to call children's services. Oh,
1: my gosh. On
0: the multimillionaire. Right. Uh, because of him exposing her to profanity. And I'm sitting here going, she can't read, guys. No. She, she doesn't know what that says. And mm. it's not like it's hate speech or anything. And it's, it's amazing to me. And it's really funny because in his – comedy special, he talked about like cancel culture and how people will investigate shit. Mm -hmm. They will go deep back into your stuff and find something that you said that they don't agree with. And then try and rally people around Mm -hmm. that to ruin your career. I mean, it happened to him. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to do the Oscars and had to turn it down because somebody went back into his Twitter. Like, 10 years or something and found where he used the a gay slur and, uh, you know, rhymes with maggot and, um, boy, it, it just like, it looked like Kevin Hart was going to like fall from grace. And then it was, I think, honestly, I think he handled it well because he was like, it was a point in time. I said what I said. I, you know, I, I don't feel that way now. I don't use that word now. I apologize. You know, and he did. I guess it, he didn't apologize for it because that's what they wanted, right? right? Was they wanted an apology. Then you can host the Oscars. And he was just like, nah, you can shove it. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was just, it was so crazy to me that there were people that were so upset about the shirt. And I even went back to the, po- the original post to read through the comments because there were so many people that were like, I can't believe you'd put that shirt on your baby. Or I can't believe you would... You would uh, expose your child to these things, mm-hmm. and like he had another picture of his whole family—his two teenage kids, his wife. Everybody had those pajamas on because they're supporting dad. That's what a special is called. Right. So, you know, it kind of is what it is. But it's just incredible to me the lengths that people will go to to try and pull other people There's down. There's always
1: something like you're not doing right. It's not good enough. Like, That's just so much pressure on people. It's like, just let them do whatever they want. Like, unless they're like hurting their kids. If he would or... have
0: tattooed it onto his baby, yeah, that would be bad. That's upsetting. Let's be upset about that. But it's a it's little baby t shirt. Guess what? She'll never wear it again because I'm sure that she has a whole closet right. full of clothes. They just, after she wears it, they throw it in the trash. But they I'm don't like, even need it anymore. I'm sure
1: she's grown out of it. It's fine.
0: I mean it's we no we deal. literally have a pillow in our daughter's room mm-hmm. that says here's the thing fuck everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's a nice pillow.
0: It is. It's uh, my favorite murder pillow. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like she can't read. Yeah. And also it's like the only time that she would ever see it is when we go to bed and it's dark. <laughs> it's yeah. a black pillow with red letters. <laughs> like it's fine.
0: It's just, I, I think it goes back to the whole policing of language thing too. You know, it's there's some group out there that has decided the words that you can and can't say. And and George Carlin has a, a an amazing comedy bit from you know early on in his career about the words you can't say. And I think he went to prison for the bit because that was. I mean, we've watched like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and all that. There was a point when comedians couldn't just go up and say whatever the hell they wanted. They could go to jail for that. And there was comedians that their whole career was going and saying things that were upsetting, getting mm-hmm. arrested, getting put on bail, and then doing it again. And that's why so many people have the rights to say the things that they can now. Wow. I feel like we just went on a fucking – we went all over the place. We weaved in and out of parenthood.
1: The baby <gasps> Twist, <laughs> the turns.
0: Good podcast. Yeah. Any any final remarks? Words of wisdom.
1: Being a mom is great.
0: <laughs> wow, that sounded so Stepford wives. Like you were programmed I to think say of that.
1: Anything?
0: You have to say? It? I mean, I was waiting for you to be like, "Bye," and like finger guns at the microphone.
1: Hey. <laughs> Do you got any closing remarks? I don't
0: think so. I'm cool. just. I'm glad that you are the mother to my baby. Yeah. I love you a lot. I love you. That's all.
1: Oh, you know what I didn't do this podcast? What didn't you do? Say welcome.
0: No, you you started it off with another cheesy line. Hey. hey. We're here.
1: Next time. Next time I'll welcome people.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: Stick around till next time where I'll welcome you.
0: <laughs> Find out what happens next time.
1: <laughs> Will I remember to say welcome? On Forced
0: Family Fun <laughs> Time.
1: We're forcing you to listen. Do it. Ooh. Bye.
0: Patreon.com <laughs> slash fr- <laughs> Randall Picks <Feet, Dixon>, and Music.
1: <laughs> and Forced Fun Yikers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>